Evening, listeners. Squatch here. I'm just sitting here under the night sky, kicking back by a fire, cozy and warm in my human skin blanket. Sometimes I like to just come out here and reminisce about stuff. People I've loved. People I've lost. People I've eaten. Used to have a dog way back when. Named him Gacy. After John Wayne Gacy, of course. He was a pudgy little pug, so I thought the name was fitting. Good dog. Very affectionate. Obedient. I miss him dearly. But he wasn't without his faults. Once he got out of that puppy stage, he started acting up. He would disappear at odd hours of the night only to return covered in blood. But I didn't ask questions. I mean, who am I to question him? I come back to the house covered in blood damn near every night. But his behavior got more and more strange. I wonder if I had made a mistake naming him after John Wayne Gacy because he started exhibiting qualities very similar to John Wayne Gacy, oddly enough. Started dressing up as a clown, painting his face and all that jazz. And when he was in his clown getup, he demanded that I call him Puggo. Said he was performing at the birthday parties of puppies to get some extra bones. Though... I wouldn't know the true meaning of that statement till some time later. One day I was moving his doghouse. Wasn't in the best spot of the yard, sun beating down on it. As you know, we don't really have trees here in Dogsnow County, so I made a big old tower using the body parts of some of my interns. Thought it would cast some shade on the doghouse. So, like I was saying, I was relocating his doghouse so that it could be under the Tower of Flesh and, you know, get some shade. And what I found underneath his doghouse, well, brought a tear even to my cold, dead eyes. Stashed in the crawl space of his doghouse were the skeletons of dozens of puppies. Lives taken away from them far too soon parallels between this little pug and John Wayne Gacy were staggering. Sometimes I wonder if there's just power in a name or if my little pug was actually John Wayne Gacy himself reincarnated. Been thinking about Mayor Mama lately. She's getting up there in age, you know, well into her hundreds. Plus, she ain't got no limbs. That can't be good for circulation. Or maybe, maybe it is good for circulation. Less body for the blood to navigate. Maybe that's how come she lasted as long as she has. Though, she'd tell you it's from bathing in the blood of virgins. (sighs) Who knows? People tend to give me crap for always backing up every decision mama makes call me a kiss ass and all that but with good reason I'd say mama well 
She's never steered us wrong. Has always kept us safe from federal persecution. And not just that, but she's truly a selfless person. And not just because she's missing numerous parts of herself. You know, her arms and legs. I mean, on an existential level. If it weren't for Mama, well, I wouldn't be able to put on the show for you fine folks. I owe my life to that woman, literally. You see, way back when, when this old fool was just a youngling, no older than the kids over at Hank's Child Farm, in fact, Mayor Mama was one of my babysitters. My sister, Bigfoot Betty, and I had more than a few, though most of them didn't last. Couldn't handle her rambunctious behavior. Chasing each other around the house with chainsaws, crucifying each other in the backyard and lighting the cross on fire. (laughs) Yeah, we were wildlings for sure. If I'm going to be honest... The real reason most of our babysitters didn't last is because Betty and I murdered them, but that's neither here nor there. Point is, Mayor Mama never quit on us. Hell, sometimes I think she loved us more than our real Mama did. Anyways, this one time, Mayor Mama took Bigfoot Betty and I to pay a visit to old Wendigo Joe up on the mountain. Mama still had her arms and legs at the time, so... We decided to walk it. Bigfoot Betty and I weren't the most in shape of children, so Mama thought the exercise would do us some good. Anyways, like I was saying, we went up to visit old Wendigo Joe. He was always a kind soul. You know, when he wasn't transformed into an actual Wendigo. Gave us snow cones made out of human plasma and what have you. After paying old Wendigo Joe a visit, we were hiking down the mountain frolicking in the snow and then Bigfoot Betty and I got into a farting contest thing is we were up on a snowy mountain and Bigfoot Betty well she's got quite the caboose on her she used all that junk in her trunk to let one rip damn thing sounded like the horns of the apocalypse so loud the mountain shook that's when we saw it an avalanche coming our way. Mama scooped us up and headed into a nearby cave to take shelter. Got us in there right quick. Just in time, in fact, as an ocean of snow came down with a thundering roar. Covered up the entrance. We were trapped. Betty and I began to panic, but Mama assured us that everything would be all right. She managed to find some twigs and rocks in that there cave and made us a fire. Kept us warm in her bosom, but warmth ain't enough to live. The day was flying by and there wasn't an ounce of food in sight. So, being the selfless woman that she is, Mayor Mama hacked off one of her legs and threw it on the fire, roasting it real good for Betty and I to eat. Tided us over for a good while, but... More days passed, so Mama hacked off her other leg. More days passed, and she hacked off her left arm. More days passed, and Mama instructed us to chew off the last limb on her body. 
told us to tear that arm right off the shoulder bone. Finally, after almost two weeks in that cold, dark cave, Wendigo Joe came and rescued us, dug us out. He rushed Mayor Mama to Barber Dr. Waylon Walker's Barbershop Bonesaw Emporium. We didn't think she was going to make it, but she pulled through tough old bitch. So yeah, maybe I do kiss Mayor Mama's ass, but if I do, it's only because I'm blind to her faults. And shoot, why shouldn't I be? That woman has been nothing but good to me and mine, and I owe her my life. Heck, if Wendigo Joe hadn't dug us out when he did, I think Mayor Mama would have told Bigfoot Betty and I to keep on eating on devouring her body piece by piece until all that was left were bones. And even then, she would have wanted us to pick those bones clean. Cause that's what a good mama does, puts herself before her kin, giving every bit of herself to her children. Quite literally in this case, even if it costs her her life. Oh. Looks like my fire's dying out. Good thing I brought some extra kindling. Better go get it. sweet sounds of an intern roasting on the fire. Well, folks, I'ma get back to it. I wanna enjoy these screams while they last. Y'all have a good night now. Squatch out.